Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone's having a great Tuesday. Um, I know I am because I'm just like, I've been up for 1,000 hours. Uh, 10,000 hours. Sometimes I like to see how long you'll go talking before I can get a word in. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I feel you like staring at me like. Just like waiting for my yeah. turn to say, hey. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here too because just in case the YouTube video isn't processed and you're listening on a podcast, you wouldn't know that I'm also here. I want to apologize for yesterday's. It's not even our fault. Like I don't even know who I'm apologizing for. Like I'm just such a woman, like always apologizing because it's YouTube's fault. YouTube took like almost 24 hours to process our video from yesterday and it wasn't up until this morning which is really annoying i mean the podcast was up at noon and most people listen as a podcast but still like the youtube community deserved better and i'm really sorry yeah we're but sorry again, not our fault but it's there now so if you want to go watch go watch because it was a really fun episode we caught up on so much so if you like sometimes you need to watch that catch-up episode in order for all of us to move forward so i just i feel like you guys starting on today's episode like you don't know what i did this weekend like right gotta go watch the we YouTube. caught up on personal we caught up on love island we did the oh love God. is blind and after the altar recap it's like a big chunky delicious episode and we both looked like so cute yesterday. Like I was like living and I was like, no one can see. I'm so upset. Yeah. But also that's why it took so long to process because it was an hour and a half long episode, which actually might have been our longest episode without a guest ever. And if Ben hadn't walked in, which you'll also see, <laughs> um, we probably would have gone for another 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So check that out if you haven't yet. But we're here today on this beautiful Tuesday and it's a really special day. Because Do To Do is here, if the video doesn't process and you're listening as a podcast, you wouldn't know. But he's here and he's sitting with his auntie because we haven't been together on the show in, in quite a long time. And it just feels so right. And I feel so prepared. And like complete, would you say? Complete and just ready to do the job that I need to do, knowing that I have do daru. Do daru, daru. And also if you're somehow not gonna end up watching this like I look super cute because I've been up for literally three hours I had the longest morning ever because I filmed to get ready with me for the patreon because like was it last month that you did it I think it was two June. months yeah two months ago Jackie did like how I get ready for the toast and everyone seemed to like it and I actually really enjoyed it because we couldn't be more different in our styles of hair and makeup and also just like our morning routine mm. which is shocking just because we're so similar in so many other ways I'm so excited to watch yours and see how you do things like you do your makeup before your hair of course that's just crazy to me. Like, it's so backwards. I don't think so, but I look forward to seeing you do yours. Maybe I'll be changed, but I don't think so. My, my hair is just like a last minute, you know, last ditch effort. Interesting. My hair requires more upper arm strength, so like I have to get it out of the way. 
Oh, well, once a week, my hair, or twice a week probably, is when I do my hair like from scratch. But then the other days, it's like pretty much the same as yesterday. It just needs a little bit of touch-ups. So you'll see, like, I sleep like such an animal that like, I could have a full blowout on Monday night. And I wake up Tuesday morning, it's like the blowout never existed. Really? Which is so annoying that, like, I pretty much do my hair in full every day. Damn, but you have naturally beautiful hair. Not anymore. I don't like, believe you. No, look, you'll see in the video, like, I wake up. And like, I did my hair yesterday morning. My hair yesterday looked so cute. And you'll see this morning when I wake up, it's like Frizzy McGee. Okay. Miss Frizzle. But you're showing us how to get this look of yes. hair. Yeah. So I do my hair and my makeup, getting ready. And it's just like, it was fun. I mean, I got up so early, I overcompensated. Like, I didn't know how long I would need to film the vlog. So I actually already started editing it. So it'll be up really soon. I'm so excited to watch. Thanks. Truly. Thanks. I love a vlog moment. I love when my sisters vlog. Like, even when Snitch does her vlogs, like... How fun. I know. Well, Snitch happens to have like a super interesting life. Yes. Where I feel like I'm like boring. No. No. Well, when I... No, yeah. Like Snitch is just fabulous. No, the thing about Snitch is that we don't know what she does. So when we're watching a vlog, it's like, oh, that's what you did. But I know every time you pee. Fart, like, yeah. So... When I'm watching the vlog, I'm like, oh, yeah, and here's a summation of everything that Claudia does. Yeah, but I don't sure. know how you get ready for the toast, so I am looking forward to that. Yeah, so it'll be up soon. I'm very excited. I hope you guys enjoy it. And we have a great show for you guys today. The Bachelorette ended last night, and even though Jackie and I have not been watching this season, we're still going to give our unsolicited opinions. But if you're looking for some solicited opinions, The Snatchler, watch the three-hour finale. The chutzpah the, is unparalleled. The Snatchler watched it is all. Is a hero. So if you're looking for like a really detailed recap about the whole season, specifically the finale, check out The Snatchler. Um, she's recapping it all and they're still going to go into Bachelor in Paradise, which we have some Bachelor in Paradise news. Yeah. Um, and we have Dear Toasters because remember, we recently made a shift, a calendar shift that kind of like, I don't know, changed the trajectory of our whole brand. You think so? Moving I, Dear Toasters. I keep forgetting. I just feel like it changed and it was always meant to be this way because there is not a single utterance of complaint. Yeah, and there's also no TV that we watch on Mondays. Love Island's not on, and we don't watch The Bachelor. So Tuesdays were always kind of lackluster, but now they're full of goodness. And tonight is The Real Housewives of New York, so we'll be able to recap. We overcompensate. Like, it just, and Love Island, like, it just makes more sense. Great. I can't wait for all of that. And I think we should get into it because we need to talk about The Bachelorette because even though we didn't watch, like, I do have so many thoughts on... The Blake Moylan of it all? The Blake Moylan of it all. Like, to not watch this season and then to, like, just swipe to see who Katie chose and it's, like, this guy who we know... From the other seasons, I'm like the, the park fuck? ranger, the wildlife manager, park ranger. <laughs> no, he's a wildlife manager. Park ranger. I was just like, oh, so I didn't even need to watch the season if she's just gonna pick this guy who we already know is like pretty thirsty. Yeah, and from what I gather, Blake thirsty. No, oh, that's Katie's name, Katie thirsty. Thurston. Um, also, like, it's funny because I think the internet has pretty much like designated Katie Thurston as like kind of chuggy, which I think she is. I think the Bachelor franchise in general is pretty chuggy but she's like very much like side part skinny jeans um and she doesn't like she's not good at social media because she's just like doesn't care as much like the first picture she posted with her and Blake was like so blurry vertical with like whites on the sides like she needs a social media manager yeah I saw Snatcher posted that and that's just unacceptable you know I agree like you've had all year to learn social media like come on 
No, and it's like when you get the opportunity, being the lead of Bachelor Bachelorette is the opportunity of a lifetime. Yep. And because what comes with it are all of the followers. And you need to rise to the occasion. You need to sustain them too. And give the followers premium content. Yeah. That's the job once you're Bachelor Bachelorette. Or once you win or once you make it to the very end. I always think of one of the best examples is that is like Vanessa Grimaldi and Raven Gates that season. Those girls were kind of like the last season of girls that got a million followers just by being in the top four. And I feel like Raven has really... um, um, like cemented herself as like an influencer. Like she takes a lot of time on her content. Her and Adam are like always working on their content. And I remember watching Vanessa Grimaldi's Instagram followers drop just because like she didn't care. And so if you go on the show and like that's your focus, which maybe it's not for everyone, it just seems like a wasted opportunity. I feel like, you know, Michelle's season is currently filming. Like Katie's a week from becoming completely irrelevant and she's putting up blurry you know white edged photos and it's just not gonna work yeah I would just say Katie look at me and this opportunity that's, that's standing, standing right, right in front of me, me. Now, it is I thought, so crazy to me that that song is going viral on TikTok I know and I thought that you understood a TikTok reference but that's not the case no that's not the case that song is from Annie and it's not the the lead song of the of the Film. soundtrack because obviously you get Hard Knock Life and you get all the all the classics. The sun will come out. But Sia worked on the sa- soundtrack for the most recent Annie and she gave us some original songs including Opportunity. Sia's so good. Like justice for Sia. Justice for Sia. No, she's getting justice by the fact that that sound is going viral on TikTok. That's true. And it's justice for me, you know, because that movie's so good. And if you haven't watched it, you definitely should. I've seen it once. I don't remember being, like, particularly impacted by it. But I remember you, like, literally, like, your life changed after that. No, here's the thing. I'll explain the thing. The thing is, it's so hard to do a modern take on a classic tale. It is so hard. And But when it's done right, there's really nothing better. I agree. And that was Annie. For sure. So it was just, oh my God, Mr. Stacks. Like, it was so good. He's, like, running for mayor. It was crazy. Like, it was and just, so- like, Quim and Janae Wallace's mere presence elevates any film. And I think she really did justice for that role. No, and she gave an amazing performance. Everyone did. Rose Byrne, you know, Jamie Foxx, everyone. Rose Byrne is a good Miss Hannigan. No, she wasn't Miss Hannigan. She was the Grace character. Miss Hannigan was Cameron Diaz. And it's everything of a sort. Oh, right. It's everything of a sort. You know what? I feel like I spend a lot of time thinking about Cameron Diaz Mm -hmm. and how she just totally, like, retired. And she's probably living her best life. Yeah. And how just, like, I think all the time about how happy I am for her. Like, she got the bag. Like, she got Shrek. She made, like, $100 million from Shrek. And after that, it was all just... What's the phrase? It's all just... Like when it's just like extra, like cherry on top, like kind of. No, it's all just like frosting. Um, like no gravy. Yes. After that, like all the great movies, she became like the rom com star of the early two thousands, and now she's just like married to one of the Madden brothers. Can't remember which one. Has her babies. Lives in probably like a fortress and is so happy. Yeah. And I think she started a wine company I, too. She did because I saw that and I was thinking that too. So that's definitely. The oh, case. I saw it on Dumois. And you know what else I saw on Dumois that I'd just like to briefly talk about? Mm-hmm. Somebody spotted Sarah Jessica Parker, and they were like, "She's out to lunch, like with her kids or whatever. She's reading a pink book with black writing." Now, I'm just saying, it's entirely possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Is it high probability? No. But it's possible that she was reading my New York Times bestselling book, Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster, available as Kindle, audiobook, hardcover, anywhere, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, indie bookstores. Check it out, because it might be Sarah Jessica Parker approved, unless she didn't like it. It might be. That's true. But then she wouldn't be seen reading it publicly. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I really want to know if anyone who wrote that in... 
like it's a toaster like please let me know what the book was or do you have a picture of it or something no, i think it's better here's the thing it probably wasn't your book if we're being honest that is so hurtful if we're being honest yeah it's important to be honest so i think it's better to not know because then you can always live, with live the on the dream that it was your book okay also, I just want to talk about one other movie that's just in this Rolodex of movies that live rent-free in my mind, along with Bad Teacher, mm-hmm. Annie, The Wedding Ringer. Have you seen that movie? I think you might be a big Cameron Diaz fan. Okay, but not in the third one. Wait, The Wedding Ringer. With Kevin Hart and Josh Gad. Oh my where, God, yeah, of course. Okay. Where, Ke- where Kelly Cuoco is like such a bitch. Yes, okay. Every single time I'm at a wedding and a rehearsal dinner and there's the speeches, I think of The Wedding Ringer. I ask everyone at the table if they've seen it. Nobody fucking has. So you all need to watch this movie because you can't go to a wedding without watching it. It's such a good movie. Bick. Big Mitchell. Jackie, you're the only person who like quotes that movie, but it is really good. No, it's, but I don't remember like anything. All that I remember was that like Josh Gad was t- getting taken advantage of by Kelly Cuoco and Kevin Hart was like hired to be his a, best he's man. He's a groomsman for hire for guys who don't who have, have friends. friends, which was like the whole movie was just like Josh Gad being sad. And I really didn't like it. But he comes out on top. And I don't want to spoil anything. And it's also such a good movie just about like wedding etiquette you know because Kevin Hart has been to a million weddings and he knows exactly how it goes and he's like you know the best man who takes out his speech and then rips it up like you know you don't want to be that guy you guys have to watch The Wedding Ringer like if you're in wedding season of your life because I'm so sick of bringing it up at weddings and no one's seen it you know what a table what movie I always bring up at weddings table 19 because I'm like always table like, nine. Oh, teen 19 19 yeah 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 Cause I'm like always oh, at like a random table. I'm like, this is like table 19. Like you're her accountant. Like I'm her best friend. Like why am I sitting here? I know, but that was like a weird indie movie, and just like the odds that people have seen that are even smaller. Really? Yeah. It. W- I don't even think it was in theaters. But Anna Kendrick was in it. I know, and I don't think she's like proud of it or anything. But it's a really good movie and a good premise. It's like she's at a wedding of her ex boyfriend, and she's at like the miscellaneous table with like the other people they didn't know where to seat, and all of these people like go on a journey together. Yeah, it was cute. Like it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. It's a seen. good premise. But I think of it when I go to um, weddings where I'm seated at like a random table because like I'm like not really like friends, like you know. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So those are two movies that you should watch. Before you go to a wedding. And then you'll, you know. You'll be set. You'll be laughing to yourself. Because I'm, oh, like, I was at a wedding and someone, like, took out their speech and ripped it up. And I was like, have you fucking seen Wedding Ringer? <laughs> yeah. That must be frustrating for you. Yeah. It's, thank you. All right. So check those out. Um, I feel like we should dive in because we're definitely going to have a long show. We've got Dear Toasters. Lots to talk about. And I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable diving in. You feel comfortable getting right into it. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Glug, 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 Hydro Jug. Hydration made easy. Okay, you guys, the benefits of drinking water are endless. It can improve your energy, your mental clarity, clear your skin, and just help with your overall wellness. But over 75% of Americans are dehydrated, and I'm definitely one of them. Water is so crucial to your health. Every cell and tissue inside of your body requires water to function. So... A hydro jug might be the thing you need because sometimes it's easy to forget about drinking water, but a hydro jug keeps you on, it keeps you accountable, it keeps you on schedule. A hydro jug features a half a gallon of water with a leak-proof seal and a wide mouth opening. It also has a carry loop, so it makes it super easy to carry. And on the sides of the bottle has a measurement scale, so you know how much progress you're making every day with how much water you're drinking. Um, It's totally dishwasher safe. The bottle is shatterproof, and um, they have a sleeve that insulates your 
content so it keeps your water cool and it protects your hydro jug and then it also has two pockets one for your phone and then another one for like smaller accessories like your airpods it also comes with an adjustable straps so you can carry your hydro jug because they can be very heavy um which is even more of an incentive to drink it so it gets lighter um so they're easy to clean easy to reuse because they're dishwasher safe and just one person switching to a reusable water bottle saves approximately 217 plastic water bottles from going into a landfill so if you want to check it out you've been meaning to get on the hydro jug cha chain so many celebrities do it it's like the cool thing now you got to get a hydro jug check out hydro jug at thehydrojug.com and use the discount code toast to get 10 percent off your order today the hype is real hydro drugs are game changers for anyone on the go use code toast at thehydrojug.com to get 10 percent off today and start hydrating in style i've been very vocal about how like i literally cannot drink water but a hydro drug is just so big and obvious it's like in your face like drink me drink me bitch and I definitely feel like it's effective I've started drinking so much more water and using less plastic which is always great we were talking earlier about how we really need to commit to some self-care this week because yeah. a lot of things have just fallen by the wayside and you know doing a hydro jug filling it up getting it done which is like so much makes it like fun you know it's like yes. a little, it's like gamifies drinking water I think that's the best place for us to start. I mean, I'm definitely on the self-care journey with you, but I'm so focused on moving. Like, literally, I had such a mishap with my freezer. Like, the freezer just turned off because, like, it felt like it, and everything in my freezer melted. Like, I spent, like, $300 on kosher meat. Useless. Like, I had to throw yeah. it all out. So annoying. Um, so I'm just, like, on this journey to get out of my apartment. Like, that's where my focus is. I spent all day yesterday, like, on all these websites, and I've officially seen every apartment, and there's nothing out there for me. But I actually got a message from a toaster who was like, me and my husband are moving, but, like, we think we're going to rent out our apartment or maybe sell it. Like, if you like it, like, let me know. And it's not in my desired location, but it is beautiful. And it does have the outdoor space I was talking about, like, more than just a terrace, like, a outdoor living space. It's more like a garden. Um, and it was just, like, an off-market moment. And I was, like, so, like, Frederick Eklund, like, off-market, like, who dis? So... I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna become an off market girly. But then I was like googling off market apartments. That's, but like they're off market for a reason, so you right. can't find them. So if anyone has any off market rentals, like hit me up. Yeah, you got to put the call out there. Yeah, like off market. I'm here. Like I'm I'm on market. Got to get off. So will somebody just get me a boarding pass off market? Mm -hmm. No, seriously. Like I'll take anything. Everyone's like, where do you want to live? I'm like, I don't care. Like I'm going to Tribeca. Like I don't fucking if, well, care. Well, that was true. Then you would have taken the toaster up on her apartment. No. Yeah. Except <laughs> wow. Totally. <laughs> Except like that happens to be in the one area like I really don't want to be in. Okay. Okay, fine. And but I'm still open to it. Kind you of. You move into Tribeca. I'll. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Sure. No, I'll live in Tribeca. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. You'll well, have like a 30 minute commute to work every day. Literally what else am I doing? <laughs> That's true. Okay. Are you ready to get into the stories? Because yeah. the first one is the big news of this Tuesday, which is that the Bachelorette star Katie Thurston got engaged to Blake Moynes last night on the Bachelorette finale. For those of us who did not watch this season and who just woke up to the news that she was engaged to Blake, what in the world transpired? It also made, like confirmed my like desire to not watch this season. Right. Because now it's like, oh, I didn't miss anything. I know Blake. He's, <clears> you know, the thirsty one from Clarentatia season who will say anything to stay on this motherfucking show. And look, his talents got him far enough. I had heard whispers that he had, like, come back because he was, like, you know, you know, very taken by Katie. I didn't even know he was still around. So, like, when I was, like, I was looking really hard for a spoiler on Twitter. And I guess people on Twitter really respect the time zone West Coast spoiler alert because I couldn't find shit. And then, of course, who had it? The, the center. No. The clickbait queen just jared had it and i was like blake there's no way like that's so random especially because like what i from what i was gathering on twitter was that 
she ended like at the top five or four with like really, really great guys. And it's like a Hannah Brown situation. Like you have Tyler C, but you choose Jed. And it's like you have all these guys and you choose Blake. From my understanding of not watching the show, but just seeing um, like headlines here and there, and I saw a commercial last night. So her, this guy Greg was number three, and I think like everybody's obsessed with Greg, and I think Katie was too. But then he like left on his own volition, which just goes to show you he's not he's here for the wrong reasons, and he doesn't like you, and he got way too far, and like he didn't know what to do with himself. Like you think? to me, when someone leaves at, at top three like that. Uh, that is the biggest fucking red flag because it it means huh. that you were not here for the love. Like you got further than you wanted to. It's, shit's getting serious, and you want out. Like I don't have to watch. And maybe if I watched the show, I would feel differently. But like when I just see it like that, you know, I'm like, oh, you weren't here for the right reasons. That's so interesting. And you couldn't you couldn't take this charade any further. I think sometimes I do feel that way about a lot of people, especially the guys. Because like for a girl, whatever. Like if even if you're not obsessed with a guy, like being in a relationship is not the biggest deal. But for some guys, it's like scary. I, I agree, but I think the overall thing with Greg was like he was so infatuated with Katie like he couldn't handle this environment anymore. He was so close to the end. The environment was ending. Totally, totally. And so anyways, the vibe that I was getting from just the press was that Greg was her number one. He left, and so she has to choose between these two guys. I think it was Blake and the other guy's name was... I don't even Justin. know. Justin. Okay. Justin is the other guy. And so she chose Blake. And I, it does feel a little bit like maybe the editing made it seem like it was a consolation since she wasn't over Greg. I don't even fucking watch, so I don't know. And I'm sure, like, they're in love and mm-hmm. all's good. I just can't believe it's fucking Blake Moylan. Like, no, I know. <laughs> literally in shock. I was expecting to see, like, new guy I've never seen, you know. No, I know. And it's Blake Moylan. And for those of you who don't know, I've been, really been on a journey with my feelings towards Blake Yeah, Moylan. you have. Because when he first showed up on Claire's season, I really thought he was such a catch. I thought he was so cute. And, like, nobody thought much of him, but, like, you had, like, were really kind of taken by him. I was taken by him. Like, he's a wildlife manager, which I think Park is Ranger. such a Important interesting job. job, you know, and, like, just pretty cool. And he's super handsome. And I was like, okay, this guy seems, like, you know, legit. I want to say super handsome. <laughs> Well, now that I know, like, for me, people just look like their personalities. So, like, but I'm trying to go back to who I was. So what do I look like to you? The most beautiful angel alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, did you just call me ugly? <laughs> My personality makes me look pretty. No, even if... if no, I know you're saying. If you're ugly and you have an ugly personality, you look ugly. If you're pretty and you have an ugly personality, you look ugly. If you're ugly and you have a pretty personality, it's mixed. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But it's more so like for guys too. Like even when I watch Love Island, like I stop seeing the what they look like, and I'm just like the things they say. A hundred percent. Okay, and that's on not being shallow. So, what was I saying about Blake? My journey with him. My journey with him. So at first, I was like, he seems like a really good catch and like a strong contender. And then like everything got weird. And then Tasha came, and he like brought that same you know devoted energy to Tasha that he brought to Claire. And I was like, you can't be so devoted. Wait, isn't it kind of weird that like Tasha is hosting a season with a guy she used to date? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that either. But it's it's weird. So now he's on his third bachelorette. He's bringing that same devotion. And I'm sorry, you just can't be like that. That gung ho about three different girls. No, but you're that gung ho about being on television. Yeah, because all the girls look so different, act so different. Like not everyone can be your type. You're not gonna fall in love with everyone. And if you do, like, what's wrong with you? So like when I heard he was going on this sh- on this season, I was just like, okay, confirms like my suspicions that make he just wants to be on television and will really date anyone. But you know his talents have got him pretty far because now he's engaged. That's crazy. Like, what? What? I agree. And, like... I don't know. I just don't really, like, jive with... 
Yeah, no. The whole thing is We're looking at, like, the the engagement pictures. And I just, like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not buying it. But I didn't watch this season, so maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, actually, from... I've been trying to just, like, gather intel on how people are feeling. And people are really divided. It's either, like, biggest waste of my time or, like, wow, this is actually a really, like, earnest, genuine season. I don't know how you could think both of those things. Like, I don't know. That is why I need to listen to The Snatcher today. Like, I have no desire to watch any of this content, but I just want to know what The Snitch thinks because... She she doesn't hold back that snitch. Can we talk about now, like, you know, in hindsight, how the journey, the decision that we made to not watch The Bachelor, like, how do you think that was for us? I feel so at peace with my decision. Yeah. Not for one minute did I look back. regret it. I had seen some comments that were like, you guys chose the wrong season to skip. Like, you've got to be watching Katie's season. And I've just never felt that way. Um, I won't be watching Michelle's season because I, I'm pretty much done, done. with... And also, whoever is the next Bachelor will have come from one of these seasons and I don't don't know I don't know him um but I will still be watching Bachelor in Paradise because that's usually a fun show which leads into our next story if you're ready for it yeah Bachelorette former Bachelorette Becca Kufrin is taking to season seven of Bachelor in Paradise last night they aired a promo for the new season and we will see her on the beach she reunites with joe grocery store joe who was on her season oh my god um and that's just really crazy i believe i need to think long i believe too i think she is the first lead to go on bachelor in paradise after being the lead because nick was on and then became the lead colton was on then became the lead No, that's not what i'm saying the only graduate like and to me, it's weird because I remember before, you know, Chris Souls had, Killed hit, someone, yeah. yes, had that tragic accident, he was supposed to go on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. And I remember thinking that he was really been the cute. First. I, rem- I remember thinking that was really cute because I was like, he really wants to find love and he should go on the beach. And all these girls, like, he doesn't even know them anymore. Like, they, it was a few seasons yeah. past. Uh, but now, like, with, when Becca's doing it, I'm like, this is really sad. Like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, so I think generally there is a s- huge hierarchy within Bachelor in Paradise, whereas, like, some contestants are so lucky to get on Paradise, like Lacey Mark, like, literally so grateful for the opportunity. And they're not too good for it. They're actually, like, not good enough for it, you know? <laughs> and then there are some contestants within the hierarchy who would never even, like, of course she's, like, married, but, like, Lauren Lane, like whatever, you know what I mean? Like you you either are too good for it, you graduate out of the franchise, or there's just like not even a, a remote possibility. No, or there are the people who are like the perfect paradise people. It's usually the runner up. They get so much respect. Hannah G. Raven. Raven. Um, even the men. It's harder with the men because usually the season of Bachelor in Paradise yes. is filmed too close to the season of The Bachelorette. So the guy who's second still has a chance of being The Bachelor and he doesn't want to go on Bachelor in Paradise. And that always fucks with the ratio of good girls to good guys because we're just getting these like guys who were sent home week one and all these girls who were like runner-ups. Golden eggs. Golden girls. Yeah, I agree. But so the fact that there's a lead going on is so bizarre to me because she really, she's the, She's very popular within the franchise. She's the host of the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. So she's obviously very high ranked in this hierarchy. I think it's so bizarre, but you're right. Like, it's definitely case by case because, like, when Chris Souls was going to go on, like, definitely so cute. But, like, Chris Souls, there's just something, like, pajama about him. And he never, like, chased anything after the show. The show. Like, he just, like, went back to his farm. So, like, it was, like, kind of earnest. Whereas, like, Becca's, like, a full flown, full fledged podcaster, influencer, full time working within Bachelor Nation, like, I do think this is weird. I think this is weird. 
I really do. Like, she's going to be on the beach, like, grocery store Joe, with, like, guys that she... Wrote off. Wrote off that she now has to, like, reconsider. Yeah. That would be so weird. No, it's it's not normal. I, I Like, I think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's weird, too. But you know what? I would feel that way. I got paid so much. Like, who was a single bachelor who didn't work out with their... Nick Vile? No, but he's in a relationship now. He is. Oh, yeah. Um... Let me think. Hold who on. Who are the bachelors? Colton. He's single. But who was after Colton? My brain's not working. Okay, wait. So Colton got off of Becca's season and runner-up was Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown's season produced... Colton? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Brown's season produced... Peter, Peter the pilot. Oh. Perfect example. Okay. If Peter the Pilot was going on Bachelor in Paradise, I would think it's weird. Okay, if Peter the Pilot was going on Bachelor in Paradise, I would literally take a baseball bat to my television just because I've never met someone who's so unlikable on television in my entire life, who has such poor decision skills when it comes to his love life and went on a show about his love life. I would not watch if Peter the Pilot went on. I'm just letting you know. Also, what the hell happened between him and Kelly? I don't know. But he so had the we, worst season ever, and who, we got no explanation. Who like, was the bachelor? He went, wait, he went from Hannah Ann... To Madison, what's her name? Madison. Maddie. Maddie Pruitt. Yeah, Maddie. Back to Hannah Ann, then to Kelly. He was engaged. When Kelly was always the answer. He was? He was he got engaged to Hannah Ann on the show. How funny. He chose Hannah? Yeah. And then switched to Maddie. Yeah. And then ended up with Kelly. Right. When like all along we thought it was Kelly. Who was number three? Because Kelly went home four. Yeah. Who was number three? I don't know. Who was the bachelorette after Peter Weber? Okay, so Kelly, Kelsey Weir. It was probably the last season we went. Oh, Claire. Oh, my God. It's I, just too much. It's too much. This is hurting my brain, this exercise. No, just take me back to, like, the Caitlin Bristow days, the JoJo Fletcher, the Ben Higgins. Like, those were the days. Those were the days. And I'm still going to watch Bachelor in Paradise, and I do think, like, Becca's Presence will be an interesting thing considering, like, let's see who's there. Like, is Blake, um, Balakale? Balake? Yeah. What, Hortzman. Hortzman. Like, if he's there, he's Becca's runner-up. Like, I guess. He's not going. I'm pretty sure he said he was done with the franchise. I, like, saw one As of his, he should be. I saw one of his Q&As. But, like, that's, that's just so crazy. Anyways, it will be interesting to watch, but I just feel like for her, I can't believe she's doing this. Yeah, I hope no. she got paid a lot of money. Me too, because, like, technically she is better than this. Yeah. She's just like, she had the coveted position that so many people would love to have in, within the franchise. Like, was a lead, tons of followers, tapped to host the official Bachelorette podcast. Like, I can't imagine why she would take this step down. Also, like, realistically, if there's anybody from the franchise that she's interested in, like, she can DM them yeah. and meet them. So is she going on for love, the paycheck, or the followers? I also or feel like the Bachelor and Bachelor franchise is so bizarre because so many different seasons like really kind of target different age groups. And I don't know if like the guys coming off of Katie's season are age appropriate for Becca. Mm-hmm. So it's just so something. Maybe the guys it. from Claire's season are. Yes. But they were also young. Yes. Yes. It'll really be mixed. It'll be so bizarre. When did they film Bachelor in Paradise? Because I don't know, but they have stills coming out of everyone on the beach. They, we saw David Spade, first look. That'll be weird to see. Yeah. I, I probably am going to watch Bachelor in Paradise, also because Love Island's almost over and like... You'll have a whole... Isn't it crazy how like, I don't mind watching one hour 
five times a week of Love, Love Island, but two hours of The Bachelor is just unreasonable. I think that is, it is unreasonable. Also, a little Love Island update. I don't know if you saw, but like a lot of the castmates who are, have been voted off did an Instagram Live last night. Cash and Cinco were together and they were Instagram Living with Amy and Wes who are still together and like Cash and Cinco were like making out on the live. Like they're fully together. It's crazy that there's more couples outside of the villa than there are inside. And that's a problem that they have to fix for next season. Agreed. Because people like Amy and Wes should have been held on to. People like Cash and Cinco should have been given an opportunity to rekindle even though I do blame were, Cash for that. They were given the opportunity. She was given and even though he did fuck around she chose not to be with him and so she had to sleep in the bed she lied even though she was her heart was Vicinko. Yeah, I agree. But you're right. There is a problem that all these couples are on the outside. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our next story, which is a little more couple news? A little more couple news that's brought to you by Nuts.com, the best kept secret of savvy snackers across the country. Yes, and we are savvy snackers, so we would know the best kept secret. Nuts.com isn't just for nut lovers. It's your one-stop online pantry shop. They have an incredible variety of snacks and pantry items, including candies, dried fruits, pantry items like baking mixes, pasta, and more. It's so much more than nuts, even though some of their candied nuts are so heavenly, like and delightful. Um, so it's a simple and convenient way to have nutritious, delicious, healthy nuts, dried fruits, flowers, grains, and so many other high-quality foods delivered straight to your door. They have over 4,000 products to choose, for, choose from, including delicious, healthy, kid-friendly snacks like dried strawberries and custom trail mix. Plus, they have all the raw, organic, roasted, salted, and candied nuts that you can imagine, even chocolate-dipped, which are delightful the website's super easy to navigate they have great photos of all the products it's a family-run business that takes pride in getting you the freshest ingredients possible nuts.com is your one-stop online pantry shop with gluten-free and vegan options their delivery is super fast because most of their orders ship the same day and they have fresher products than the supermarket new nuts.com customers can get free shipping on your first order when you text toast to six 64,000. That's toast to 64,000. So text toast to 64,000 to get free shipping on your first order from nuts.com. That's toast to 64,000. Terms apply available at nuts.com slash terms. Um, check it out. Like sometimes if you're just like in a rut with your snacks, you just need to elevate to like more refined. It's also great for parties. It's very elegant, but also really good tasting. Check it out. We have so many here in our studio. They keep us going. They keep us going. We nuts are on, so good for your energy. We run on nuts.com. We're nuts for nuts. <laughs> our next story, a little new couple news. Lily Rose Depp and Austin Butler were caught <clears throat> in a lip lock out in London. Yes. Johnny Depp's daughter with model Vanessa Paradis was snapped over the weekend. Wait, what? She was snapped over the weekend. Oh, wait. Johnny Depp's daughter. With the model. It, it was a weird way. Which which model? Vanessa Parody. That's the that's Lily Rose's mom. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know why. Like at all. Like I have no explanation for this. Like why I just assumed that Lily Rose Depp's mom was Kate Moss. Like I don't know. <laughs> they look alike. They do. But like, like I had no proof. I actually never really sat down and thought about it. I just knew she was like a famous kid. Yeah. And I'm like Depp. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp. She does look like Kate Moss. That's Kate Moss. I think that's like, not and the she's like a really up and coming model, and like she lives in London. I like for sure thought that her mom was Kate was. That's funny. Kate Moss. Yeah, you learn something new every day. But her mom's a nobody. Is what you're saying? She's a model, maybe in her day, but I'm not, I'm unfamiliar with her work. She was snapped over the weekend, locked in an embrace with the switched at birth actor Austin Butler in London following a dinner date. For those of you who don't know Austin Butler, he's the ex. How dare you? He's the ex of Vanessa Hudgens. They dated for such a long time. That was a lot to digest. And he's from the Carrie Diaries. He played the love interest, and he's just like a great actor. And I and he also just got cast in that Elvis biopic. Yeah, that he just he got the the job a million girls wanted. Oh, the, 
he beat out Harry, so many, Styles. Harry Styles, Ansel Elgort, and Miles Teller for the role of Elvis Presley in like this Baz Luhrmann biopic that's coming out whenever and it he's, can. And he's so handsome. And he's always blonde, but then he went brown, and then you could really see him as Elvis. And he's going to be a big star. I'm just like actually a really big Austin Butler fan, mostly mm-hmm. because I loved the Carrie Diaries. Like I thought they were such an underrated show. Right. It was like a prequel TV show about Sex and the City. Like Anna Sophia Robb played Carrie in high school. It was so good. He was also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, one day, Austin Butler is going to be a name we don't have to explain. So And so, honestly, like, when him and Vanessa Hudgens broke up, I just kind of want to take you through my journey, mm-hmm. Vanessa Ann. Um, I was, like, devastated because I thought these were, like, true OTP. I thought they were really well-matched. I thought that there was so much proof in how long they'd been together. They, were, they weren't thirsty. They were just, like, a good couple, solid. And I was kind of devastated when they broke up. And then after they broke up, like, Vanessa Ann just, like, really went downhill, like, making really bad decisions, like, that weird video that she made. She was the first person to get canceled during COVID. And then I just feel like she just, like, dropped the ball on her career in a lot of ways. And I was like, you know what? I think maybe their breaking up was the best thing for Austin Butler because he has a really big, bright future ahead of him. And now him being with Lily Rose, Kate Moss's daughter, I think this is so sick like so great I'm thrilled that's my personal journey with this story if you want to share yours no for me I agree with most of what you said my only concern here is like that they're not in a relationship no that they're not in a relationship but that they like were just like kissed and we happened to see it yeah like you don't want to get our hopes like yeah I don't know if like this is a shipbuilding exercise because the pictures were not like they didn't look staged no they looked like just steamy like you know had a drink needed to make out Austin Butler was here he's 29 and she's 22 did you have a concern about their age no like okay obviously no like compared to what I see in Hollywood she's 22 she's an adult and 29, I mean, that's really not crazy. No, compared to what we've seen in Hollywood, that's extremely age-appropriate. You know, and I really believe, like, if you're 22, like, you are able to make your own decisions, and she's deciding to be in a relationship with someone who's 29. I don't think that's crazy. If they were 32 and 39, would we say anything? No. Right. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's a cute couple. I don't want to get my hopes up, but... I think it's really cute, too. makes a lot of sense. But also, she was previously linked to <clears throat> Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. And I think a lot of people had a lot of ships out for them. And so I didn't. I don't. No. I don't at all. I actually think, like, if his career goes the way that we think it's going to go and he is, like, dating Lily Rose Depp, that is Hollywood, like, royalty in the making. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't even think of who I would compare it to. It's like a Brad and Angelina, like, even though she's not, like, an actress. You know what I mean? Like, it's a true power couple. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm so excited for them. When I saw those pictures, I was like really excited. It was like a very unstaged, steamy, messy. Right. That's like it what was I'm not saying. sexy. Like it was like kind of gross, but like in a good way. <laughs> like they were having a good time. Yeah, no, I'm really As happy they for should. them. Two young, and successful people. I cannot wait for that Elvis thing. Like I, I hope he kills it. Like I'm really rooting for him. Me too. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Are you ready for our next story, which is even more couple news about one of Claudia's, I think, least favorite people? Oh my God. You no. have so many. Yeah, no, I know. You like wouldn't be able to guess. Brooks Lach. It's going Instagram official. Monster. He has a new leading lady in his life. Just one week after being spotted out with packing on the PDA, Brooks Lake is going public on Instagram with his new relationship. The former NHL player and former husband of Julianne Huff uh, posted a picture she Sunday. She deserves so much better than that. Mm-hmm. At the Four Seasons Resort in Hawaii, where the couple arrived last week for a romantic getaway. In the photo, Leach and his new girlfriend, who is also an athlete, her name is Katrine, walk toward each other from opposite sides of the infinity pool. Pretty cool and artsy. It does make you wonder who took the picture. Um, totally. Like the poor <laughs> bellman. Like, 
Another one, Mr. Leach. Like, Mr. Leach, how many do you need me to take? Mr. Leach, you like this angle? Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, like, I have so much hate in my heart for this person. And I don't even know him. Like, all I know is him from the purview of the Julianne Hoff situation. Like, I don't even know what sport he plays. Like, I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm, I love, like, the, how little information I have on him. Like, he just seems so thirsty to me for someone who was supposed to be, like, a supportive husband, you know? Yeah. When he thought was, he was, was the main a, character. It was supposed to be about Julianne. Yeah, he thought he was the main character in a relationship where Julianne was clearly the star. And I'm sorry, in these types of, like, famous relationships, most of the time, unless you're both A-listers, which they are not, there is one star and there's one supporting man and or supporting person. And <clears throat> he just thought it was him, and it's not. No, it's not. And... This story actually makes me happy because for a while there, I was like, are Brooks Leach and Juliana like getting back together? No, I hope not. So I don't think that they are. And this is good because I need Julianne to like move on to bigger and better things. Maybe Ryan Seacrest is single again. No, I really kind of shipped her. And even though they never dated, they just did a movie together. Josh Dumel. And he's single. Oh, I don't see that at all. I, I think feel they're like cute. I, sure, that would be cute, but I just don't see it. I think literally, I don't know if any person in Hollywood has a worse track record in terms of dating than Julianne Huff. Why? Brooke Slate, Ryan Seacrest. Like, come on. Ryan Seacrest is cool. That's cool. Very cool. Compatibility, no. No. I just think, like, she doesn't have a good track record. Like, if she let us set her up with someone, we could kill it. Who would you set her up with? Derek. <laughs> I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that, too. Just because their names are always together, because they're brother and sister. <laughs> You know, it's always like Julianne and Derek Huff, they sound like they're married. Yeah, no, exactly what I was going to say. Like, I just think optics-wise, their life would be so much better if they were Mr. and Mrs. Huff instead of brother and sister Huff. Like, they have similar interests. They're, like, both equally good-looking. Like, I actually think they are the perfect couple. Yeah. In, like, a Shakespearean kind of way. In a different world. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just something to think about. That's what's new with Brooks Leach. I know you never miss an opportunity to say his name. No. If you had not brought him up, I probably would not have thought of his name for like another 15 years. And that would have hurt you. That's how like irrelevant he is. Uh, Yeah, I know. But I still think that like their wedding is one of the most beautiful I've seen. Like the lake, the boat, her dress. Claudia. I think about it all the time. Think about it all the time. It was like the dream wedding. And it made me mad that I didn't get married on the lake. Yeah. And no, when I saw those pictures and it was before I ever got married and it was just like a bummer knowing like no matter what I do, that would never be my wedding because that's just like not who I am. Theo's eating your Cliff Bar. There's nothing in there. Oh, okay. He's just wanting to know what flavor Auntie had. Okay. She had chocolate chip. Okay. If anyone wanted to know. He's like, what the fuck? Um, all right. Well, thank you for ruining my day. I really couldn't do this job without you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is a little apt casting news? Capting news? Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones has been cast as Morticia. Wait. It- Catherine Zeta-Jones has been cast. Oh, okay. In Wednesday Adams' Netflix series. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones is about to get scary. The Oscar winner has recently been cast as Morticia in the upcoming Wednesday Adams series on Netflix. The actress will star in the eight-episode series alongside cast members Jenna Ortega and Luis Guzman. Ortega will star as Wednesday and Guzman will play Gomez Adams, Morticia's husband. Luis Guzman from How to Make It in America. Such an underrated actor. Like, his show got canceled, How to Make It in America. He's so talented. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. This is, like, also just exciting. There's going to be, like, an Adams Family mini series coming to Netflix. I'm sure it will be extremely well done. I feel like a lot of people really, like, part of their personality Stan. complex is, like, 
Wednesday Adams and the Adams family. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. When you think of the Adams family, what do you think of? Um, I don't know if what I'm gonna say is like what you're thinking. So it's a song. The Adams family. There's Olivia and Margot, Claudia and Jackie. They're all a little wacky. The Ashray family. Bada bada. They made that song up about us in camp. It's really cute. I that that had not re-entered my brain in. Oh, it's all I think years. of when I think of that. Because I've, I've actually, this is like a personality thing. Ne- I don't even know what the Adams Family is. I've never seen one morsel of it. I think it was a little bit before my time. And like, I know nothing about it. And what's the difference between Wednesday Adams and like the girl from The Orphan? Like, I don't, I don't, like that whole thing. Like, I can't, I don't understand it. No, it's, it's just not something we've ever delved into. Like, because it's just a little spooky. And like you said before our time, Wednesday Adams has the braids and the middle part. And she's like grumpy at camp. Right. Wait, what? She's and then like, there's the movie The Orphan where the girl literally wears braids and wears the white collar. And it's like, is this part of the Adams family? I don't know. No, that's not. And so there's the Adams family. But Wednesday Adams is a star and she has her own show. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it either, but I think that maybe this series is meant for us. Like, we could have, like, a little experience with the Adams family. Catherine pre- Zeta-Jones would be real, is, like, looks just like the in, mom. Yeah, in Morticia. a premium way. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And, and I'm happy for all the Adams family stands out there who are going to be getting this premium content. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Like, people who are obsessed with, like, murder. Yeah, or in, like, Wednesday Adams, you know, the Halloween costume. Yep. Like, where you're, like, with the part, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's your apt casting news for the day. Capting news. Um, all right. The show is not even close to being over because we've got Dear Toasters, which is so exciting. And Dear Toasters is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp is here to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist where you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide where you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website if you want to read some of their testimonials. They're posted daily and visit betterhelp.com toast. That's better H-E-L-P to join the over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And if you go to that link, betterhelp.com toast, you'll get 10% off your first month. So the special offer for the Morning Toast listeners is off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash toast. Thank you. All right, we have two submissions and an update from someone I know you're going to be really excited to hear from. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But first, (coughs) excuse me, our submissions. Hey, Claudia and Jackie. This Dear Toasters email has been a long time coming. My friend and I listen to the podcast every day during work, of course, and it's basically just the best thing ever. Well, here it goes. I had these two besties at work. We literally did everything together. I was 20 weeks pregnant with my second child, and I couldn't decide on her name. I was between, let's just say, Olivia and Margot for her names. Okay. Such amazing, beautiful names. And I decided to share the names with the coworkers. Uh-oh. Big mistake. Big mistake huge. They said both are super cute names. We love them. The weekend before I was getting induced, I finally decided on the name Margot. Saturday afternoon, one of the girls snaps a picture of a new puppy she got. What? My other BFF and I were ecstatic for her and asked her what she's going to name the puppy. She replies, we're thinking Margot. I literally died inside. I said, are you joking? She's like, no, Fred, her douchey husband who controls everything, really likes it. I replied, don't you think it's kind of weird considering I'm naming my baby girl Margot on Monday? No reply. 
Fast forward to Sunday. She hasn't dropped the name. I finally text her and say, I have to be honest. This really hurts me that you're going to use the exact same name I've told you about for five months. Can you find another name? There's literally a million. She posted a picture of her puppy Sunday night on her Insta and the name and everything before I even had my baby. Am I overreacting? What am I supposed to do? Would love any help. This girl's a fucking bitch. A fucking bitch. You're bitch. not overreacting. Um, no, you're underreacting. This girl's disgusting. Disgusting. But you know what? It's actually it's fine like now you've seen her true colors like that is such a disrespectful thing to do reminds me of Shep Rose naming his dog Craig just like so disgusting like still affects me and and, I think about it all the time and every time little Craig is on the show I'm just like oh wow you did that to your friend Mm -hmm. like so wrong so I would um just cut this person out of your life because it might not like first of all it's it is a big deal and it's also indicative of such a terrible person like she obviously has no character she has no backbone if her husband's like bossing her around for the dog's name and she knows where she got it from like she's spineless I hate this woman hey and I just want to also say like don't not use this the name. is for everyone out there please stop using beautiful human names for dogs yeah I agree sometimes I think about how like I really regret naming Theo oh, that Theo. wasn't an attack on you no but I think I've said that before I think I was having this conversation recently with Margot or Olivia I love the name Theodore and like I would love to name like my kid Theodore one day and like because actually not Theodore like Theo yeah but like I took it yeah it's no his name okay should have been Mufi okay no no it just should have been um Archie but Archie's also a great name for I a baby I love the name Archie I love the name Archie but wait but hear me out it's disrespectful saying, to name a dog after a person. But is it disrespectful to name a person after the dog? I just think it shouldn't be done. Like Right. That's why we need, like, just delineation. Like, keep it up yeah. with, like, the funny. Dog names, human names. Yeah. But, but I also feel like when you chose Theo, it was right before that name popped off again. No, I'm so, like, trendy. It's disgusting. Yeah. No, it's really true. Like, you you didn't know. It's not It's not like if you had chose it today. Yeah, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Because he's so grown and big. But, like, and this, also, girl, wait, this girl, this girl, this friend. This? How about this? You brought back the name Theo. It was a self-fulfilling, like, Trendsetter. Thing. Yeah, trendsetter. I no, just, I girl, have to really this, stress, like, this, this girl is so disgusting, and if you ever talk to her again, like, I'll be so disappointed in you. To have a dog named Margo is so weird. No, Margo's, like, a fabulous girl who goes to France, like, and she eats croissant. Like, French dog? Like, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. And also, like, this is why you shouldn't be friends with your coworkers. No, this is why you shouldn't tell people what you're thinking for baby names. hundred percent. Like, I, I didn't know it was going to be. Shayla. I, when you said this story, like, I knew it was going to be a problem. I didn't know it was going to be a dog, which takes us to, like, a whole other level of disrespect. But the first mistake you made was telling your coworkers that you were going between the names Olivia and Margo. Yep. And they're your coworkers, and you don't even know them. Yeah, absolutely not. You have to take a little bit of responsibility for you bringing this on yourself. Yeah, and I understand like being friends with your coworkers. Sometimes you can't help yourself. And like, of course, so, you spend so much so time at work. So what if you met work. someone at work and like they just happen to be your friend person? You know, excuse me, like you literally met your husband at work, right? And then I left the job. Yeah, because, as you like, should. You just shouldn't shit where you eat. Agreed. You just should not. And I also didn't like the job, but yeah, still I would have left. So you were fired. <laughs> No, I wasn't. She wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, you were fired from your next job. Uh, the morning breath. <laughs> no, no, no. That was two jobs later. Okay. All right. Next up. Good morning, Jackie and Claudia. Good this morning. week I started a new job and I already find myself in a pickle thinking, what would Claudia and Jackie have to say about this? On Monday, I started a position in a new hotel in Manhattan set to open in September. Oh, I'm going to find out what hotel Ooh, this is. Can we get a free room penthouse? It's a dream role, especially after, after losing my last event sales hotel job due to COVID. Side note, I'm the toaster who worked with Claudia. Oh, I know her. I don't want to um, blow up her spot. 
I don't want to blow up her spot, but I know her. I've worked with this girl. The new hotel is still under construction. On Monday, I stopped on a bench to change from my flats into my work heels. On the One of the construction workers told me good luck on the interview, to which I replied, thank you. I already got the job. It's my first day. Wednesday, I arrived with two large bags, so this same guy walked over to open the door for me. He told me his name, and I said thank you and shared my name as well. Four hours later, I received an email that a package has arrived for me. I walked down to the lobby to three dozen long stem roses with a card from him. While incredibly flattering, I was mortified. Now I had this crazy extravagant floral arrangement to put on my desk at a job I'd been at for under a week with no good explanation where it came from. I'm very afraid everyone's going to think the new girl's slutting it up on her first week with the construction crew. I did text the guy, thank you for the flowers. He included his number in the card and now he asked me to lunch. I don't think I'm attracted to this man and I couldn't pick him out of a police lineup if my life depended on it. I'm going to see him every morning until the hotel's completed. Do I shut it down? Give it a chance? Please assist. A corporate hospitality. First of all, you must be I, I, you must be the most, like, the most no, like charming. Like, yeah. Nothing to be beautiful but to have men just like falling over that doesn't Literally. happen anymore no, like and that like here's the thing i want to so say before we dive in like i want you to like pat just, yourself on the back i just want to say like this story in some context like is extremely romantic the beginning of a hallmark movie also creepy but these things don't happen in new york and even when he at, said good luck on the interview i was like who even and then you said it's not you guys like had a conversation like that just doesn't happen in new york no i agree and so like i think the you know the dreamer in me is like how beautiful but the realistic cynic in me is like this is dangerous like (laughs) this doesn't we should be like we're so jaded like this should be romantic it's weird no it's weird in this city yeah no it's just not normal people don't just talk to people they've never met and send flowers right like that just doesn't happen maybe this guy's like a diamond in the rough like a really old soul but i'm inclined to just go with creepy yeah no I agree, just because of, like, the odds being in New York and, like, what, like, it's just... Also, I feel you, like, that you, like, are embarrassed, like, by these big flowers at your desk. Throw them out. Like, for sure. Oh, no. I think that's so cool. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, she's so fabulous. And you clearly are fabulous, so it's like, you're the girl who, like... No, you're is... clearly stunted on these coworkers. Like, I just... Teach me your ways. Like, it's not even about, like, physical appearances. You also have to be, like, have this confidence and, like, this charm just to like have people like dazzled by you yeah i'm i'm highly impressed okay but her question her question is, what was she do like how does she like deal how with does she him go forward because like, she's not interested in him but he's going to be working outside the hotel every single day take the back door yeah work from home look for a side entrance i'm just like operating under the guise that it's like you know this isn't a hallmark movie it's a lifetime movie. just say you have a husband like, but it's not hallmark it's lifetime oh my god no it, it's one or the other and like i don't think we're gonna know which one it is but you're not even interested in him so it doesn't even matter yeah take the back door yeah or you just start <laughs> sleeping at the sleeping at the hotel so you never have to leave just get by one yeah, of the rooms get a there room. get a room sleep there work you never have to leave mm-hmm. and then the construction will be done before you know it yeah all right finally this is our update from a girl that i know you've been thinking like she's been living rent free in your mind oh my god give it to Jackie me. and Claudia I have an update for you for a refresher I'm the girl that was contemplating Joe with his cattle ranch or my current boyfriend that I had been with for six years I can truly say that you guys changed my life and I'm so grateful no. for dear toasters yeah after listening to you answer my question on the podcast I realized that I was indeed more in love with the idea of Joe than Joe himself like she was she was more hooked about like living on a ranch a hundred percent also Claudia was right and I liked his cattle ranch more than I liked the man after hearing your third party perspective it allowed me to take a step back and realize how great my existence relationship was we've since hung out with joe and i now realize he's nothing of the sort and i had my ranch goggles on (laughs) 
That's what we said. Did we say yeah, that? she put in quotes from ranch goggles. I'm dying. Thanks to Jackie's advice about being on the same page about family and kids, we were able to sit down and have a discussion. Fast forward a little over a year, we just got married in July. We now live on our own cattle ranch. With cows, horses, dogs, and cats, and have plans to start trying to get pregnant next spring. I loved the show before, but your guys' advice truly changed my life, and I'm forever thankful. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. So she's married. They're thinking about having a family, and she got her ranch, and she didn't have to leave her no, man. and it's like, you can be the rancher. You don't have to marry the rancher. No, and the thing is, is like, I'm literally getting misty-eyed. Like, the thing is, is like, you can have it all. This no, girl has it all. This girl is inspiring me. This is like I feel like this is like everyone's dream, and she made it happen for herself. She—it's only been months since we gave this advice. And she, she said like a little. Um, maybe it's been a almost a year. year. Maybe it's a year, but like she, she believed it, and she achieved it. I'm like, if you can believe, you can achieve. That was stunning. I'm so happy for you. Like, you got a ranch, bitch. Yes. Can we and come? you didn't have to leave your man. Like, can we come over? Yeah, totally. Like, you need help on the farm. I'll be like Lorelai from. Do you know any of any Hannah adjacent, Montana movie? Any adjacent ranches for sale? Send links. Totally. Oh my god. I'm inspired. I'm really happy for you. That's so great. Those were your toasters, and I feel like. What a great way to end the show. Yeah, and so if now maybe you're feeling inspired to write in if you want your life changed. DearToasters at gmail.com. If you have an update for us that we've already read on air, you want to update us with what's going on, DearToasters at gmail. But if you just have a query about anything, relationship, baby names, anything, DearToasters at gmail.com. We'll always keep it anonymous. You can change people's names, whatever. We'll take care of you. We will take care of you. That's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it to the end of this episode, please leave a Christmas tree emoji on our Instagram because I will see the snow by Christmas. Like, I will. She will. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.